Good morning, and welcome to another episode of That Which Does Not Kill Us. I am your host, Sarah Arnold, and um, I was actually watching this video um, on TikTok not that long ago, and it kind of inspired where this one is going today. Um, today, I want to talk about loyalty, and uh, so let me backtrack and tell you the inspiration, right? So I was watching this video on TikTok. Um, this dude, I can't think of his fucking name, but he's the badass counseling guy. Anyhow, he was filming an episode of his podcast, right? And in this, he was answering people's questions and somebody was asking about, um, if a marriage can survive, um, if, you know, multiple cheating and shit like that, right? And so I found this a very inspiring topic to get into today, uh, because of my background. And that's what leads me to where I'm at. And, um, so I want to talk about loyalty because when I was listening to this, the first thing that popped into my head is, Yes, the marriage can survive. Will it be healthy? Fuck no. Um, and I say that because um, some of the things that I have experienced within my own life. Um, first of all, let me backtrack and tell you a little bit about myself. Um, I have what I would say is can sometimes border on an unhealthy sense of loyalty to the people in my life. And I say that it's unhealthy because sometimes I find myself... <coughs> excuse me, still being loyal to people at a time in which I should have long let go. Um, I'll probably get into that more later. Time permitting, because I need to keep these files a certain size so I can sign them. Anyhow, um, so, like, now let me backtrack and tell you a little bit about my origin story, right? So, I don't know how much I've talked about my childhood, but, um, I'm the youngest of four kids. Um, my mom and dad are both very unhealthy people in completely different ways. Um, both of them are extremely, I wouldn't call them narcissists, but they do have very overt narcissistic tendencies insofar that they are oblivious of other people and they're very self-centered. Um, it's not for lack of desire to want to care about others. It's just when the rubber meets the road, their actions don't match their words. And this goes for both of them. Um, my dad has a tendency to uh, be like the life of the party, always wants to talk, always has a story. And my mom is like the exact opposite side of the coin where she's constantly in some kind of like a state of depression and living in her head, basically. But at the end of the day, um, yeah, like anyhow, imagine this in a relationship, right? Fun. Yeah. So <clears throat> when... Uh, I'm going to make a guess here. So when I was like probably 11, it was not too long before I turned 12, um, is when I find out, found out my dad was having an affair. Um, pretty much my oldest brother was already out in the world because he had joined the service and it was just me and my sister and my other brother that were um, left behind and we're basically, you know what I mean, dealing with the doldrums of day-to-day -day bullshit in our current location. Um, pretty much, long story short, um, we ended up getting kicked out of the house by my dad and, uh, we ended up moving and, like, my seemingly normal life, which, I'll be completely honest, I really don't remember a lot of my childhood from before that point. Like, I remember feelings, but I don't remember actual things. Like, I, it's very small, brief glimpses, but there's not a lot there. 
Um, <clears throat> so that's very limited, but, um, pretty much my life, um, when I was, you know, in my formative years was essentially flipped upside down and completely altered from what was, you know, from homeostasis into something different from an act of infidelity. So, um, somehow or another, this entire experience has ingrained in me this, uh, absurd a uh, sense of loyalty where sometimes it is not merited. Oh. Now mind you, at this time <clears throat> my siblings and I were being fed information on what was going on from our mother. And on one hand I appreciate the honesty of everything that was occurring. Um, the flip side of that coin is there are certain things that I don't appreciate that were attached to this. Um, and that would be the fact that, um, I don't think any of our little fucking pea brains were acclimated to be dealing with these adult concepts at the time that we were dealing with them due to the level of honesty that she was, um, exhibiting. So, um, yeah, I mean, the underlying theme is essentially your dad doesn't love us anymore and he left the family. Um, that might not be exactly what was stated. In fact, it might be what was stated. I don't remember. It's been a long time. But either way, the underlying message of these actions is you're like, you know what I mean? Like your dad is disloyal and he doesn't love us anymore. He's uninvolved. Your dad, you know what I mean? For all intents and purposes, your dad is dead. Um, so yeah. And then like the other thing too, though, um, like all of this has really impacted where I'm at, like in my life now and like how I have developed as a human being. So, um, one of the other things that I remember from this time before we had gotten kicked out of the house and, um, I don't really talk about this very much because it's fucked is, um, so there was at one point that I overheard my mother talking to my father on the phone. Mind you, he was in another country. Assume we're assuming he was in another country. He might've been stateside in another state at the time. I don't fucking know. I just know he wasn't there. Okay. He was not local in any way, shape or form. He had no fucking way to deal with the consequences of whatever in the context of this conversation. But in the context of the conversation, my mom basically made a threat to murder all of us children and then kill herself with, you know, the rifles that my dad left in the house, which, um, there's something about that that really, um, it sits with me. You know what I mean? Like, like, and I don't think I dealt with this in any kind of capacity at the time that this occurred. Um, but realistically speaking, I think that there, like on a subconscious level, this act has triggered a fear response, you know, where I'm like, oh, this is not safe. Like, you know what I mean? Because real, it's not, you know, um, it's very much not safe to, uh, you know what I mean? To, to know that your mother is making threats to fucking end your life. Um, <clears throat> in the throes of despair. Now, I'm not saying she wasn't entitled to feel despair. Um, what I am saying is that I don't think that her feelings of despair entitled her to make the threats against her children. Um, you know, and I say this coming from where I'm at now in my life, which is, you know what I mean? Having finalized my second divorce, um, in everything that that entails, which is, you know what I mean? I think it's more complicated <clears throat> than most other people's divorces. I'm not trying to be a bitch, but it's different, you know? <clears throat> there's not a lot of people I can talk to about my divorce where they like understand it through, you know, experience. Um, anyhow. And so this was a, a concerning occurrence that I definitely think has shaped, um, 
my brain, for lack of a better way of putting it, you know, it's just one more fucking adult theme that I shouldn't have been dealing with in those moments, you know, if I want to be real, um, so, yeah, and then, of course, if you flip that, there's my dad, who was essentially, in those moments, very uninvolved, um, now, I don't know how much of that, like, you know what I mean, like, he, he was gone, you know, which, yeah, like, I mean, he was military, which means he wasn't there anyway, but at the end of the day, like, we ended up, like, moving to some fucking podunk ass town, uh, and dealing with, you know, all of that, and, um, like, it just, it seemed like for a long time, after all of these things took place, that, like, life spiraled out, you know, as a whole, because, I mean, like, my mom was completely fucking miserable and off her rocker, and then, like, there was a period where she had gone into inpatient care, and it was just me and my siblings staying with our aunt and uncle for a little while, <clears throat> you know, um, and then we got out on our own, things seemed normal for a little bit, and then, you know, mom got fired from her job, which, um, yeah, she popped on a piss test, and that's the thing, like, realistically speaking, there's a message that's there. I'm not saying that, she, like, that she should not be allowed to have things to help her cope with what she's going through, but at the same time, the underlying message is that, um, whatever the substance is, is more important than providing for my family, you know? And then, like, fast forward, dad is still not involved. I think we might have seen him once within a three or four year period, I forget, possibly twice, <clears throat> mom gets involved with somebody and she's gone all the time, you know? So, I mean, essentially speaking, it, you know, like me and my two, you know, siblings that were involved in this, we basically became fucking free range kids. You know, we were feral. There was no adult supervision and we were fucking doing as we pleased when we pleased. And, you know, it was fucking... Yeah, like a bunch of fucking 13 and 14 year olds thinking that they're goddamn adults. It's ridiculous. Um, so anyhow, um, all of these experiences have led me to carry this um, overbearing sense of loyalty because of uh, how I saw disloyalty like literally destroy my life. And, uh, yeah, like, it's just one of those things where I think it's an important quality. Like, it's still, like, one of my core values. Like, loyalty is very important to me. But, um, the thing that I need to work on with this is learning when it's time to turn it off. You know what I mean? Learning, like, actually learning when, um, somebody is no longer worth that level of loyalty. And, um, like, I say that because, um, there was a time, um, last year when I was involved with somebody, right? And, uh, I had a lot of hangups in that. And I say that because, like, so I've been involved with a handful of people since I've got out on my own, okay? Um, although only one of those people have I wanted you know, had any interest to take it, you know, further than where we were. 
And that's where the loyalty thing comes into play. Because, um, like, there was a part of me that, you know what I mean, as, as I was experiencing the desire to want to, like, move forward, like, like, I was sad about that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I was sad about that, and I was terrified about that. And, um, like, I think on a subconscious level, I felt as though I was being disloyal to my spouse, you know? And that made me very uncomfortable, because in those circumstances, because I hadn't processed, you know, all of the fucking losses that I needed to, like, I felt as though I was going against, like, my own core values. And, like, I'll be honest and say, at that point, like, my ex did not deserve the loyalty that I was still um, operating with. Like, in any way, shape, or form. You know what I mean? Like, I, like, this, in, like, realizing this, I'm like, fuck, like, I don't know what to do with this. You know, like, I don't know how to move past this. Um, and, like, it became, like, a whole thing. Like, you know, some shit happened. My fight or, my fight or flight response was triggered, and I kind of, you know, had an incident, and, yeah. Like, I mean, the cool thing is, is, like, like, that guy, like, he's one of my friends, um, and, like, we've talked, like, since then, and what's really cool, like, and I really, like, I appreciate his fucking honesty, like, do I think it took a little bit long for him to rip off the band-aid? Absolutely, but I think that's because, you know, much like, like, he's broken in a different way than I'm broken, similar but different, you know, and so, like, one of his biggest things is, like, um, not being, like, not being able to communicate because, like, I don't want to hurt somebody's feelings kind of bullshit, which <clears throat> I get that to a point, but at the same time, like the way I receive information, even if it's bad, like I don't give a fuck. Okay. I'm a level with you. Just rip the fucking bandaid off. Like that's my, that's how I operate when it comes to, you know what I mean? Somebody giving me information, but fucking be direct. Don't pussyfoot. Don't beat around the bush and just rip the fucking bandaid off. You know what I mean? Just like fucking like, <laughs> go hard, make it hurt, make it so I don't have any questions, and, like, I can cope with that very well. It's, it's the whole, like, fucking pussyfooting around and, like, speaking in euphemisms, like, I, and I don't know how, how successful I am at doing this, but I do try my best when it comes to interacting with people on an emotional level to not speak in those euphemisms and to not, um, beat around the bush or whatever, because I really don't want to be misunderstood. And I understand how my brain operates, and I assume that everybody else is the same, which isn't true. Some people prefer that soft communication. I'm just not that person. Um, even if it's bad, I'm still not that person because I can't confuse it. But, um, like, I really do respect his honesty in the circumstances. Basically, like, for lack of a better way of putting it, he kind of told me, without using the exact words, that he's emotionally unavailable. And, um, like, he cannot reciprocate... And, and meet my needs for, you know what I mean? Like he cannot emotionally reciprocate with me and meet my needs. And so at the same time, like, like I respect that. Like I fucking respect the honesty of it. Like, <clears throat> like I can't fault that shit at all because like, I don't know, like it's hard to elaborate on feelings. You know what I mean? Like it really is. But, um, 
like we still talk periodically and what's funny is like I do think that like some of the conversation like we now um some of the conversations we've had now are like on a deeper level than what they were at any point when we were involved and like the cool thing is is now I feel like I have like another friendship in my pocket that's you know what I mean like on a deeper level you know and um it's weird because that's not typically my mo (laughs) usually like i'm proud of myself for the small bit of growth and being able to you know what i mean progress in this way because um yeah i mean like usually i kind of have a tendency to operate on under the guise of like you're dead to me for at least a while before you know that kind of contact is maintained and uh yeah, I don't know. Like, the whole thing is fucking weird. And, um... Like, I'm hoping... <clears throat> that I can figure out, though, like... How to, uh, How to maintain... The level of loyalty that I will usually put out... You know what I mean? With people that I care about. Because... Like, at the end of the day, like, like, I don't know. It's something that, it's something that I value. Like, uh, on a very deep level. Um, you know, regardless of whatever caliber of a relationship I am having with a person, like, I am loyal to a fault, okay? Like, like, really loyal to a fault. Sometimes I shouldn't be. But, um... You know what I mean? At the same time, like, there are other things that come along with that. You know what I mean? Like, being reliable and dependable. And then, um, you know, being open. Because, um, if I'm loyal to you, whatever you fucking need from me, if you, if you can express what you need from me and we can, you know, have some type of reciprocal whatever the fuck it is, like, you will have that, those resources at your fingertips. Whatever they may be. You know, if it's my problem-solving skills, if it's, you know, fucking merchandising if it you know whatever like it can be something on a personal level it can be something on a professional level it doesn't fucking matter at the end of the day if I am loyal to you whatever you need from me like if you can express it I will provide to the best of my ability and uh hopefully I can learn to let go before things get too crazy because like that's the biggest struggle I think I face is learning when is the time to let go of something and move forward because I don't know like it it, it ties into that fucking sense of loyalty it's really dumb (laughs) like I'm not trying to like put myself down but um it's 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 that's a lesson that I need to learn so because I mean like I only stopped 100% communication with my former spouse in November and the reason why is because, um, I felt as though my boundaries weren't being respected, and, um, like, and I was kind of stewing on that for a little while, and then at the same time, in the context of the conversation, both my former spouse and my, uh, former stepmom were, uh, basically, like, attempting to triangulate me into some, you know, I don't know what, I don't understand why my ex reached out to my stepmom, and I don't understand, like, you know what I mean, just, like, I received, um, communication from both of them regarding, um, contact that they had with each other, and, um, 
Like, I don't know. There was something about that whole interaction that just completely set me off and made me realize, like, I can't with you. Like, like, I don't know. That was like the fucking light bulb turned on. I'm like, you don't fucking respect me. Like, fuck you. You're dead to me. I gotta go. And that's basically all it is, you know, because like, I noticed that they were like, in attempting to maintain a friendship with my ex, I noticed that the pattern of unhealthy behaviors that had been established within our marriage were still perpetuating. You know what I mean? It's just in a different um, context, you know, it, like at the end of the day, it's a matter of not listening and not respecting what I'm having to say. And, um, you know what I mean? Trying to, you know, push boundaries. And so, you know, and again, not respecting what I have to say and now trying to get me involved in this stupid bullshit, you know, some random ass conversation. And like, at the same time, like, the whole thing is just fucking weird to me. Like, why, like, why are you reaching out to my stepmom to have a conversation with her? Like, seriously, like, you don't have any other motherfuckers in your life that you can talk to. Or is it because you do have other motherfuckers in your life that you can talk to, but you don't want to hear what they have to say. So therefore, now you're trying to find a new fucking audience. You know what I mean? To um, basically, I don't know, what's the word I'm looking for? It's something though. Yeah, but that was the thing, you know? That was the thing that really sent me into like, I can't fucking do this. I fucking can't. Like, I tried. I tried. And I just kept reflecting and realizing that, again, like, any boundary that I attempted to establish was fucking ignored. And, you know, in this moment, I had to realize that, hey, bitch, you're, you're letting this happen. Like, that's the fucking reality of the situation, right? And that was the thing that also, I think, helped me to push forward and let go of even, like, there's been a ton of little things that I've been holding on to that I was, you know what I mean? Like, I realized after you know, communicating with a friend of mine that's also, like, I don't know if their divorce is finalized or not, um, was also going through a divorce and having conversation about that, like, it just made me see, like, what I was holding on to that I didn't realize I was holding on to and other things that I needed to let go of to really push myself forward. And, um, then just taking action, you know, because again, I allowed that to happen. And that's like, that's the fucking, um, that's the baseline for all of this is like, and this is one of the biggest takeaways from all this random shit that I want. Like I watch a ton of videos on the internet. I read a bunch of stuff, you know, about healing, moving forward and whatever, um, you know, unhealthy interactions versus healthy ones. And at the end of the day, um, small statement, big takeaway, people treat you the way you allow them to treat you. And that's what boundaries is really all about is like, it's basically establishing and maintaining how you want the people in your life to treat you. You know, what will you allow compared to what we, what will you not allow? Okay. And then if those lines are crossed, what are the consequences? Because if there are none, then you're establishing a pattern. Um, so <clears throat> yeah. Food for thought. I know, I, I think I just went on a complete fucking tirade about something else. But I mean, like, realistically speaking, though, when it comes to, like, your mental health and your relationships with other people, there are so many concepts that are all tied in and, like, connected to each other that it's really difficult 
to talk about one thing without going, you know, onto some tangent or tirade about another. And, uh, yeah, like, it's really, really difficult. But, like, that's the biggest takeaway. Like, when it comes to any of your relationships with people, like, fucking important pieces of knowledge, you know, if you take anything from this, learn to let go. Loyalty is an amazing value. And then people treat you the way you allow them to treat you. Okay? If, if you allow them to treat you like shit and stay in your life, they will treat you like shit. You know, if there are consequences for those actions, then either A, they won't be around, or B, they'll learn better and do better. And so, that's, yeah, that's pretty much the biggest takeaway that I've got in all this. Um, sorry for the tirade. <laughs> Sometimes it's hard to stay on topic, especially when you're fucking rambling. So, at some point, I think I'd like to try to find, like, guests or maybe, like, questions or whatever. Like, find a way to answer people's questions and kind of just, like, follow that trail. But, yeah, we'll get there eventually. In the meantime, have a great day and be well.